G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, the date for the New South Wales state election is closing in fast. The state will be off to the polls on the 25th of March and pre-poll voting will mean many will cast their votes well before election day. Well, our next guest is an interesting one, a former pastor who has been serving as a Lake Macquarie independent councillor and is now throwing his hat into the ring standing for the New South Wales state election. Colin Grigg is joining us, and Colin's from communities just south of Newcastle. Colin, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be here with you today. Colin, some people might be surprised about a pastor, former pastor, throwing his hat into the ring in politics. We'll get on to that. But one of those things that goes together with Christian values and the changes that are going on are that things are changing so fast. Uh, Is there something in that that is a motivation for your political aspirations? Uh, You're spot on there, Neil, yes. Uh, it's it's the the changes that have happened in our politics. Um, you know, we we have uh, we have things happening that are against us as Christians. And I just uh, felt back in 2016, I was invited to run in the local council elections at Lake Macquarie, and uh, uh, to my surprise, I got in and uh, and got in the second term. So I'm in my second term there currently. But uh, but want to take it a little further because. Uh, I think we need to have uh, Christians in our parliaments and and putting that influence in there, Neil. Um, it's got to be, you know, there's got to be uh, Christian influence there. And, and, and I believe that, you know, the power of one, I believe that uh, I'm, I won't be the only Christian there, but I believe that, you know, one person can change a lot of minds as indeed I, I can see that influence in Lake Macquarie in the six years that I've been there already. I once had a conversation with a politician who suggested that the church was like a fourth tier of government. So you've got federal, state, local, and you've got church. There is a sense, isn't there, that church leadership prepares you in some special ways for entering into and being involved in politics. Oh, absolutely. I'm surprised how, how married together they are, really. I mean, you, you learn in church to deal with people um, and, indeed, volunteers. Um, and they're, they're a different uh, different demographic, as you well know. But, you know, you, you've got to... Someone said once, you know, church is an interesting thing. You know, you, uh, you order people around and you take their money and then you ask them to help. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It's a it's an interesting uh, an interesting way that all works. Hey, it really is yeah. your alignment in New South Wales with One Nation. Uh, what's your connection Correct. there, and how does your Christian values align with the One Nation Party? Yeah, look, I, I looked around Neil at the Liberal Party, and I, I, I'm actually uh, a long term voter of the Liberal Party. 
But uh, in the mid-teens of this century, I was getting very concerned about the direction they were going. And uh, there seemed to be more sort of an anti-Christian um, attitude coming in there. And, uh, and so I looked around and really One Nation is the one party that is still protecting conservative people and indeed protecting Christians. So there's a lot of their policies that I 100% agree with. Um, and, you know, I have no problem. In fact, all of their, all of their, um, their policies are very good. And I believe that they are the party now that is representing the conservative vote. So I joined with them um, back in uh, 2018 and I've been uh, helping them out with different, with different elections and, and those sort of things. And, uh, and so just want to move forward and, and support their policies, which are big on education, big on, on energy and, you know, keep, keeping our lights burning and uh, not, not facing blackouts and these sorts of things, which, you know, I'm getting political now, but I think, you know, we, it came out last week or the week before from uh, a group called AEMO, AMO, I call it, and uh, they were saying and warning the Federal Labor Party that if we, if we keep going on the road we're on, then in 2025 we're going to have blackouts. There are certainly challenges economically and socially. And when you talk about, you know, moving away from the Liberals, uh, moving towards Mark Latham and the likes of Pauline Hanson, who, in my understanding, neither of them are church-going Christians, and yet they do appear to be the biggest defenders of the sorts of Christian truths and the morality that Christians tend to stand for. Are you constantly explaining yourself when you're in conversations with people who might vote for you? Um, yes, but I don't mind that at all, Neil. I'm happy to, to uh, explain and defend, if you like, my, my position. As I said earlier, there's a there's a real correlation between the way you treat people in a church and the way you treat people as a politician. What I'm sick and tired of is the lies that get told in politics, and I'll be standing up to 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 keep my word when I make promises. And I've had that that from Mark Latham, and and I believe that, and I believe that from Pauline Hanson as well. But um, yeah, I I think that uh, that. Probably One Nation's had a pretty bad rap from the press and it doesn't surprise me because they're happy to bag people who stand up for, for conservative values. And um, though they're not Christians, they certainly do stand up for the Christian ethic, for our Judeo-Christian system that we've grown up under and they see that that's the only place that freedom reigns. So they're backing it, which is wonderful. And in, incidentally, I might just tell you, because you have a Christian audience, that um, Mark Latham recently said that... Uh, Regarding Christianity, when he was challenged, he, he said, well, you know, I'm not there yet, but I'm in the waiting room, I think. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I yeah. think that Mark Latham and others who are defenders of Christianity and some of the issues uh, where Christians are under attack, uh, there's a certain soft spot uh, for those sorts of That's leaders right. that will stand up and defend uh, the Christian position on so many issues. Hey, exactly. critics Critics will say that Christianity and politics don't mix. How have you dealt with that sort of challenging argument? Well, Neil, this is a great concern of mine that a lot of churches are apolitical 
and believe that they shouldn't get involved in politics. And look, that's their conviction, and I would stand up for their right to have that conviction because I believe in free speech. But by the same token, I think that the church needs to wake up that the values are being frittered away by our current governments on both state and federal, and that uh, it concerns me that people are just kind of going on as if, you know, everything's going to be all right. I mean, I'm standing up not just for my own family and my own grandchildren, my kids, etc., but I'm standing up for the people of Australia who seem to be walking, uh, sleepwalking into a situation that is going to be dire and everyone will wake up eventually, but it'll be too late. So I want to get the word out there. I just, I guess, you know, I've, I've led a lot of people in politics to Jesus and uh, I intend to do that. And I'm going to be working on Mark Latham and from further distance, uh, Pauline Hanson, but, um, and others. And I've already had influence that way in uh, the One Nation Party. I've had people who now go to church. Um, because of, uh, you know, not taking any glory because it's the Lord, but he's working through me to uh, help people to come to a revelation of the truth. And a lot of these are young people too, Neil. They're not uh, old people. I've got people in their 20s who started going to church as a result of discussions with me. Uh, Colin, not a lot of time to talk through the mechanics of getting elected, uh, but I know that there'll be listeners saying, oh, a former pastor uh, standing for election at the New South Wales state election for a legislative council seat in the upper house. Uh, how do people who are listening to our conversation now get behind your campaign and help that election process? Yes, well, Neil, unfortunately, we're still a, a small party um, in relation to the big ones, the main ones. But, um, but we do have the opportunity right across this state of New South Wales to vote for the upper house and that's what we're hoping people will support us in because we're not too far away and the way that the polls are going um, we could we have a realistic chance of taking um, balance of power in the upper house which would be awesome because then the major parties would have to come to us to get things through and uh, if we can get five or or even six hopefully and i'm praying that way then we would definitely have the balance of power and we'd have more control over the New South Wales Parliament, which would be a boon for Christians everywhere. So people should, uh, you know, not be rusted on and and vote for, you know, their traditional parties, Liberal and Labor and, you know, the Nats and the Greens, because they're all, they've all gone left. And uh, that's a concern for me too. So, and then you've got the media that is also supporting that that particular philosophy so anyone who stands up gets bagged and and you know we have the cancel culture which we've seen quite a bit and apparently uh, in the background there's hundreds more who've been cancelled that we don't even hear about but um, Christians need to be concerned and concerned for if not for themselves for their children for their grandchildren um, and just the, the, the country as a whole it's not going to be the same country it's not going to be the freedom that we've had in the past and we're seeing that already. If, if people um, aren't, aren't awake to that yet, then they need to have a second look. They need to, to delve into things and not just take politics as, oh, you know, wave your arms up in the air and it's nothing to do with me. I'm a Christian. I think it's time for Christians to really get serious and, and try to understand what politics is about. And I'm not going to tell them who to vote for, but vote for somebody that you've checked out and uh, and make sure that they have a Christian ethic and that they will defend uh, the Christian ethic. At least that much is something that will maintain 
the kind of society that we've had. And, uh, you know, there's no free speech around. We know that. We all know that we can't say whatever we think. Um, and and that just tells you that, 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 that our freedom, that alone tells us that our freedoms are under threat. And uh, these are obvious things and things that we see on the news every day. So I hope that people will take a good, hard look at things and vote the right way. But, you know, if you want a, a certainty, and I'm giving a plug to the party now, One Nation will definitely be defending that. And uh, if I get in, I will certainly be speaking up and uh, and pushing hard for, uh, for the ma- maintenance of church and Christians throughout this land. Well, Colin, you might have won a few more friends uh, and the thought of One Nation, some people still reluctant to see the real value of One Nation. But as you say, this is the perhaps one alternative party that is sticking up for uh, Christians, uh, freedoms, uh, the way we think of church under attack in this time. Uh, so for yeah. listeners to connect, uh, let me just point to the One Nation website, nsw.onenation.org.au, and uh, perhaps you can connect with Colin Grigg, G-R-I-G-G. Colin is standing for an upper house or legislative council position and uh, hopes to be on the crossbench Uh, as a representative for One Nation. Colin, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Neil, thanks so much for the opportunity. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.